Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers and select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details. Brought to you by Grow Generation. Today's episode of the Cantina is whether on Dagaba or Tatooine you are, everything you need to grow right where you are, they have. Later in the episode, more on them you will hear. <laughs> Welcome to a galaxy far, far away. Here at the Cantina Podcast, we provide top shelf service, including rumors, leaks, news and reviews come in order a loma nail and remember no droids allowed Ooh, what was that what was that last image there guys what's up good good morning everyone welcome to the cantina i almost said the day, daily cup of genre which is our morning show which you guys can check out here here on youtube and over on our podcast networks where wherever you get your podcasts from LRM's got a history of uh, getting some some Star Wars calls, right, guys? And and um, we we we've got some pretty big an- announcements uh, happening. Uh, been teasing some some blue and red images. Been uh, been doing a lot of stuff. But before we get there, my name's Kyle Malone. Thank you guys so much for joining. I'm joined by my my uh, primary uh, co-pilot, Cam Clark. What's up, bud? Hey, nothing much. Nothing much. How are you? I'm doing good, and the navigator of this the this uh this wreck of a ship called called the Cantina is Shocky. What's up, what's up, buddy? Not too much. What's going on with everyone else? Pretty excited, man. I yeah. I don't I it's you know let's let's get into it. Let, let's let's break the big news, guys. Uh, is this is this the first time that we've ever actually broken a bit of news? I think on I think this is the podcast. The f- first of all, first yeah, time we've done like a live. Uh, live broadcast type breaking of the news, and it deals with none other than Grand Admiral Thrawn. Ladies and gentlemen, meet Lars Mikkelsen, your live action Grand Admiral Thrawn. Uh, yeah, Shocky, take us through what, what we know with this. Okay, so um, we got, of course, Mena Musad um, being casted as Ezra Bridger. And then Lars Mikkelsen will be portraying um, Grand Admiral Thrawn in the live-action version of these characters. Yeah, so now, just to be clear, we're saying this is live-action because everyone knows yes. Mikkelsen already voiced the character yes, on Rebels. Right. So, live-action. He will be blue, ladies and yeah. gentlemen, blue. He will, he will so, be blue. <laughs> so fans of the Star Wars Rebels series will basically – you know, see Mickelson and his name and, you know, have that, you know, tied together. So that iconic voice, uh, that dark, mysterious voice that Thrawn carries throughout yeah. the animated series will continue to go on. Um, and if you, so when, uh, when this kind of, when I was getting this news information and stuff, uh, the, the version of Mickelson um, that I, I kind of see portrayed was in uh, house of cards he plays the uh, Russian, um, what is uh, it, the yeah, president? The, yeah, the, the president. The president of Russia and stuff like that. Very conniving, very backstabbing. You know, it's it, it's dark, you know, if you've ever watched House of Cards on Netflix. So just imagine that type of character in an imperial outfit, blue, of course, you know, with that iconic voice. Uh, that, I mean, I think we're, I, I don't see anybody being disappointed at all. Um, with you know Mickelson portraying um, Grand Admiral Thrawn and then Mena Mossad. The this news had been kind of been rumbling around for a mm-hmm. while. I believe he KRT pictures and things like yeah. that. And- KRT, you know the guys, you know um, rest in peace, KRT. Uh, you know the crew over there. They they kind of broke it that uh, Mena Mossad was in talks to be playing uh, right. Ezra Bridger. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then there was a Instagram post not too long after that 
uh, it was very shortly after that news, you know, that, you know, he kind of teased the whole Ezra thing. And so we've been yeah, doing some research. The, that, um, that Ezra uses in the, in the show. I think right. that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. And so we, we've been doing some research, we've been doing some digging. And so we can, we feel very confident in confirming that both of these actors will be portraying the live action version of Ezra and Thrawn. So I am excited about this. I think both, you know, are great castings um, for the series upcoming, you know, I don't know how much we'll see of them in Ahsoka. Uh, hopefully. So that's what I was going to ask you, Mike. Mm-hmm. Is, is, is this, where is it that we're going to see these guys appear first? Do, do we have that information so yet? That... Is it going to be Ahsoka? So that information right there is, is is been a little bit challenging for me because it's it's getting all this information. But um, there are it's supposed to be they will show up in Ahsoka. How much of it I don't know. Like that that's because obviously very, this very secret. This relates to also that we quite some time ago it was about a year ago, wasn't it? Uh, that we broke. Yep. You know, Book of Boba Fett, Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, the Rangers of the New Republic was an afterthought that we did later, but initially right. at the time it was that there would be an actual show based on Throne and Ezra. Uh, but of course, that's unannounced at the moment. So it's interesting to kind of see if they maybe first show up in Ahsoka and then that kind of leads to what they've been up to, Ashoka and covering what they've been up to. And they, just a guess with, with yeah. official information on that yet, but um, that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, so when I got that information, it was it's over a year now. It's, yeah. It was June of last year. When I got that information, it was kind of the, the foundation of the the Mandoverse that, you know, has been created. And so, we you know, we're very confident in both that, you know, the book of both that, very confident in Ahsoka. And I'm still confident that we'll have some sort of Ezra Thrawn, um, maybe with Rangers of the New Republic being on ice right now, that mm-hmm. might be the, the you know, the the reasoning you know, we know a little bit you know other you know background stories behind why that show is probably yeah. on ice uh, but we can also maybe think that maybe this is where they decided to go now instead of uh ranges new republic maybe ranges new republic comes a little bit later down the road um mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it all it, it's all going to tie together uh all these shows we we know of um so it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out because we do have you know the connections so we definitely know ahsoka's on the search for thrawn um by searching for thrawn it's you know pretty much looking for ezra because at the end of star wars rebels we get you know sabine and ahsoka uh, you know leaving uh lothal to to go find ezra it's like a epilogue set post return of the jedi so they jump forwards right to the end of return of the jedi and uh, ahsoka turns up yeah looking for sabine and they say right it's time to go and find ezra basically um, so, and we know from her appearance in the Mandalorian season two that she's looking for Thrawn. What what might be interesting is if it's not Ahsoka's series that they show up. But I mean, who knows? And this is just pure guess so, on my part. But they could show up Mandalorian season three. I was debuts, for example. I was going to s- say something like th- like that. So I I have a theory that, and I think mo- most people people do that that we've got uh, s- since Grogu. Grogu's out of the picture now. Uh, we're really going to f- focus with Mandalorian on the uh, uh, the Mandalore arc, the the saga. So uh, the the stuff dealing with the dark saber and and trying to get uh, the the Mandalorian uh, people and and homeworld back up, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that would make sense that uh, with with uh, Thrawn out there and running around, and we've had contact with with ahsoka i i could see not like a big uh not even like a uh jonathan majors level amount of time but i could see there being a name drop um an an image a, a hologram something letting us know thrawn is in play in so mando almost 3. be connected to the next it, it yeah it feels as if they're almost maybe thrown up like a kang like a like a a Thanos or something mm-hmm. as 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 a big event villain. But then Thrawn's hard to describe as a villain in a way as well, because isn't he? You know the way he's set up in this current EU is that he's, you know, he only worked for the Empire as a means to an end. So well, he's a strange character. 
you know? Yeah, they, they're working on fleshing out his uh, prequel story in uh, his third trilogy of, right. of b- books from uh, T- Timothy Zahn. Uh, this, the ascendance, ascendancy tr- trilogy takes place in the ch- chiss as- ascendancy. So, um, I'm not quite certain, you know, me, I'm a big EU fan. I've got a lot of love for Thrawn. I just finished up the, the original Thrawn trilogy, uh, in audio format is the first uh, audio books I've ever, ever listened to. And, um, look, uh, Lars does a great job with the voice. I'm not, I, I don't care as much for, for the animation it's, itself, and I get that it was a g- good job, but it was still a very PG good good job of, of Thrawn. Mm-hmm. We've we've seen that they're not afraid to take some of the, the cartoon characters and, and make them a bit PG-13 on, on the Disney Plus shows. Yeah. So I'm really hoping he gets the expectation, don't you, when into it goes it. to live action that it's just going to get a little bit bit less kid focused and a little bit more tailored towards adults. At least that's that's the hope anyway, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think where we're gonna see Thrawn play a factor in the Mandoverse is the connection um with Moff Gideon. Because re- remember this is you know, he last time we see Thrawn, it's pretty much at the height of the Empire. Um, the rebellion mm-hmm. is just starting to, to, to yeah. take place. So Thrawn's been out of action with the Empire. And, you know, Moff Gideon is, is picking up the pieces of what's left of the Return of the Jedi. So it'd be interesting to see how Thrawn is positioning himself, you know, post-Return of the Jedi. Because although, you know, we we don't know where the Purgles take uh, Ezra and Thrawn, you got to think that with what we know from Ahsoka, the, you know, the appearance of Rosario Dawson's character, uh, Ahsoka in the Mando, and she's looking for Thrawn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there are people who know where Thrawn is, you know, like this is not, so there's something going on that, you know, we're not privy to yet. So I think that that's where you're going to see the connection between Thrawn and the Mando versus more with Moff Gideon and the empire, maybe a rebuilt, could it be that Thrawn is kind of the 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 kind of the focal point of re, you know getting to where we get to the first order? Who knows? Um, Ezra is going to be unique um, because Ezra has connections already with Sabine and the other uh, Mandalorians. So it'd be interesting to see where he plays into the factor of the dark saber and taking over. You know. Um, you know, Mandalorian in, in, in that aspect of it, you know, uh, see where it plays into. Are you guys aware in the, in the new Canon has anything really, you know, ha- happened with, with Mandalore uh, post uh, or like before or even since um, uh, the, the sequel trilogy? Any, anyone know? I, I don't well, think they're really like officially. I mean, no, no. you know, from the yeah. point of do you mean oh, between Return at, of the from, Jedi and the sequel? Yes, after no. after Jedi no, through, no, through. So no. they've got legitimately here. We could the, theoretically, instead of having Thrawn's march to Coruscant to take uh, the New Republic on, what if they kind of take that? Because uh, people have been looking at. Um, Things in the in the comics like uh, Luke's hand popping up. Uh, we know we're dealing with clone stuff, Bad Batch, uh, the sequel series, and some some things in in Mandalorian. A lot of pe- people have been theorizing, you know, that we're going to see el- elements of the the original Thrawn trilogy. What if instead of it's Thrawn's push to um to Coruscant, what if it's a, a push to, to Mandalore and t- taking on on the Mandalorians. You, do you see that as m- maybe being kind of the the story they'll take to combine it all, like cent- center it on Mandalore instead, but mm. still taking those ins- inspirations of of elements from the the original s- series or it depends, uh, books. It depends what the end game is, you know. So mm-hmm. what's yeah. the end game point, you know? So is the end game Mandalore, or is that just going to be a step for Din Djarin and Bo-Katan and all that to kind of establish Mandalore under, let's say, Din Djarin ends up ruling Mandalore or something like that? You know, could that then lead into a, something? I, I think it's coming up to some sort of big event, like a, a, 
an event series or an event, even, I don't think they'll do a movie, but something like that's just even bigger budget than any of the other series they've done so far, which is going to wrap all this up at some point. But I don't know how yeah. many years down the line we are until we get to that point, though. You know, we, we don't know what stage of that we're in. I mean, that could be something that happens after Mandalorian season five and Ahsoka season two. I mean, we really are so clueless at this point. We've got... We've got two shows, uh, Mandalorian season one and season two, and and that's all we know about the kind of current storyline, uh, you know. And we're not going to find out anymore till the book of Boba Fett comes out in December. Yeah. So it's really hard to guess too far ahead at the moment. I think it is. I mean, it, it's just interesting to see all of the the ind- individual individual dots, and then you look at like, uh, I mean, it makes sense even with without what. Uh, the the live action shows that they're they're doing it made sense when they were going to relaunch the uh, legends books in the tr- trade uh, uh, trade paperback format uh, to use the the Thrawn trilogy. It's like the the you know mo- most beloved, if you will. Right. Uh, mm. It's it's going to be fun. I think I I would bet we're going to get more of them full costume, full shot, how much screen time, I, I don't know, but I, I would wager they'll they'll be in, in Ahsoka. Um, don't know for, for certain. We don't know anything other than the logo <laughs> that she, she is in it and looking for uh, for Thrawn, uh, but uh, they've, they've really managed to keep a lot under wraps on, on that one, and I'm not so, so certain that they're not further along than maybe we think they are just based on all well, the other stuff that was I mean, they seem to be further <laughs> along in Mando season three exactly. than exactly um, yeah. Book of Boba Fett's the, the real enigma because if you think about the amount of information we've got from Obi-Wan Kenobi and Andor and we've heard nothing about Book of Boba Fett. The thing that somebody I, I saw a, a thing the other day there and somebody had put like right here's all the information we've got in Book of Boba Fett. There's nothing, you know. One of them is like our our scoop that Bosco is going to be in it. One was, yeah. I think, Jordan Mason saying that uh, that uh, I can't remember now actually off the top of my head, but some someone else was was going to be in it. And the rest has all come from Tamura Morrison himself, just talking mm-hmm. about it in interviews. There's, there really is not not much in the terms of leaks. They really seem to keep that very secret because we've not heard much other than the Bosque thing from our source about Book of Boba Fett at all. And there seems to be some confusion as to when did Book of Boba Fett stop and when did Mando Season 3 start that we just don't quite understand at the moment either. So it's a bit of a mystery. It is. It is. Um, you know, with, with the Ezra character, uh, maybe my, Mike, you can explain a little bit more because, and I, I'll, I'll throw throw it out out there, guys. Uh, thank thank you everyone that has been joining us. Please hit the subscribe button if you haven't. If you're going to listen on on uh, a replay and on one of the podcast apps, please hit follow and uh, help us keep this all free for you guys by uh, occasionally watching it watching an ad. No, I'm just anyways. Um, with, with Ezra, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not as familiar with him. I tried to get in, into Rebels, but again, I don't have that c- connection to the to the prequel tr- trilogy. I was uh, older when it, when it started, uh, and then I didn't have a, a kid until I was much older. So, like, I never got into the to the cartoons. I didn't have right. a, a re reason to. So, with Ezra and uh his his uh uh Masad being cast as Ezra how do you, how do you guys feel feel about that knowing the character better than than I do have did you see Aladdin or any other yeah, okay. uh, things that no, he's been I, in I, so, um having two daughters you know we've watched Aladdin the <laughs> at least at least 10 times in this household mm-hmm. um no like i said in the in the article i posted uh, that the, the casting is is perfect. I think um, just, if, you know, character-wise, the age is about, uh, is, is pretty pretty spot on, you know, um, that we would see. You said that Mickelson's going to be heavily makeup anyway, yeah. do you know what I mean, for this role, so. Yeah. Um, the other thing, too, is that, so when we are introduced to Ezra, He's young. He's arrogant. He's brash. He's he doesn't even you know the the first episodes doesn't even realize that he's you know force sensitive. It's not mm-hmm. until he he you know um, meets uh, Kanan Jarrus 
and then becomes his, you know, his, his you know, protege. Uh, if you, I don't even, you know, know what you would call it, but the, you know, the, he learns the way of the force. He learns it's not become, quite Padawan apprentice. Yeah, I mean, he it, doesn't it, really get formal Jedi training. It's just correct. like he takes him under his wing and, and guides him because he was never a full Jedi himself. Of course, as we've seen. Now, right. the new canon of that and the, the Bad Batch is, right. is that he, he kind of ran away and the Bad Batch helped him escape um, when he was just very young still. So, Yeah. Um, so, you know, we got that. It, it, and as you watch the arc of the show, then basically, uh, you know, you see Ezra becoming, you know, wiser, becoming, you know, mm-hmm. he's more in tune with the Force. And by the end of it, I wouldn't. I wouldn't consider him full on Jedi, but kind of close to where Ahsoka is. Where Ahsoka, kind of, you know, yeah. is not a you know a Jedi. You know, just Force user when needed is very capable with a lightsaber. That's where we see Ezra. Although I would and, say Ahsoka's got much more combat experience because she correct. fought in the Clone Wars, which right, was just battle right. after battle after battle. But yeah, but I think Ezra's possibly got skills. You know that that. Ahsoka didn't have because he was living a very different kind of life at that point. Ezra right. seems to have a really strong connection to sort of wildlife and things like that, as they, they show you a lot in, in Rebels, and of course that comes into prominence in the finale when the he help you know, kind of gets the purgle to, to help right. them kind of take Thrones fleet away. What I'm really interested in with, with Ezra is that he, he had a darker side to him. He did, yeah, know, that's what I was just about character. to get to. Yeah. And if he's been away all this time, and wherever Thrawn went, he went, has he been under the kind of, has he been captured by Thrawn ever since? Has Thrawn managed to maybe convince him to see right. things his way, etc.? There's, there's, you know, there's a really a lot that they could do with that. And it's, it's really hard to work out where they are going to go with it. But, you know, it's just this mystery of where have they been and what have they been doing all this time? Because that's a fair number of years if they're going to show up at this point, you know? Right. Uh, it's you, you, He was, Ezra was a semi-protege for Darth Maul there for, you know, yeah. season yeah. two to season three, you know? And um, and so he, it was at the end of season two where he gets the, the Sith holocron and he's able to open it up. And so to open up a, a Sith holocron is, you know, tapping into the dark side. So it would be interesting, you're right, it's interesting to see with, Ezra being gone for so long, you know, when Ahsoka does find him, is he the same Ezra? Or has he been basically turned by Thrawn? Maybe, you know, this time, you know, with Thrawn, instead of what we would think of Thrawn becoming good after being alone with Ezra, maybe it's the opposite. Maybe, you know, Ezra saved Lothal and everything, but what is, you know, maybe we don't know that time frame where we have Ezra and Thrawn by themselves could it be that Thrawn's able to convert Ezra over to a darker form of himself? Yeah, and you know, I I'll I'll bring up the the EU again and and looking at post Jedi stuff that they've uh excuse me borrowed from. Mm-hmm. Um, again, looking at the the Luke clone, the the idea of a Force user with the with the Empire potentially. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't we don't know what they are how how close they're going to connect to Rise. So, will we see other dark side Force users and and yada yada? Any, anyways, uh, it kind of looks ag- again like we could potentially see some dark Empire. Uh, threads here where Good, instead yeah. of a uh instead of a dark side luke it's a yeah. dark side ezra and instead of leia coming to save her b- brother it's ahsoka coming to s- save ezra i'm mm-hmm. not saying that's what's happening i'm not for or against it. i'm just i could see i could see the i could see the possibility and 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 similarities and i could see it working you right. know and it's kind of a way i mean Anyone that that knows the EU well knows that they they went through and pulled a lot of of characters out of it, re- renamed them, re repackaged them in, into the sequel trilogy and uh, into uh, the these Disney Plus shows. Uh, but that that's fine. I never really wanted nor expected the the EU. To, to straight trans translate over uh, you know, too much time too much 
uh, too many grand thing. You can put any word on a page. It doesn't cost anything to put the word on the, on a page, you know? Um, I'm super excited though, to see what they can do with Thrawn live action. Um, I was impressed with ah- Ahsoka. I'm, I'm th- thoroughly impressed with everything from from the Mandalorian so far. Uh, the the new shows coming out, out Book of Boba Fett, Mandalorian season three, uh, Obi Wan Kenobi is another big one. And uh, what is what is this? I don't know know this one now. Now we we've you know it's awesome to, to hear about Thrawn and all that, but. This is something else we got to talk about earlier or this week. Yeah, what's what's up with him and, and Kenobi? So earlier this week we broke uh, that Agent Callus will be appearing in Kenobi, and it, it makes sense timeline wise. It, it puts it all kind of in, in context with Star Wars Rebels. Agent Callus is one of the best Imperial agents. Uh, his basic mission is to scour the universe to find you know rebellious cells and to take them out his job is not necessarily to go after jedi but to, you know um the the rebel cells that you know we see of course in star wars rebels and lethal and uh where is um is you know, that is it what's that uh can't think of um, can't think of um right yeah the one that, um yeah th- yeah he was, was there as well. Um, I can't. I can't remember. Absolutely. Yeah, so many players as well. <laughs> right. Top of my head, but um, yeah, I mean, um, Carlos is is a character that grew throughout Rebels as well, and and began and where we would see him in Obi Wan Kenobi is certainly before Rebels because Rebels comes after Obi Wan Kenobi. We know that right. for a fact. So this would be an earlier version of the character. So he wouldn't have went through the growth that we see him go through in Rebels, but we may see some signs that he thinks of things slightly differently from the average Imperial, though um, potentially in the shorts, it's hard to say again how they'll use him, but he could be purely a, a just a bad guy, you know, in mm-hmm. the shorts. Oh, I definitely for, think, for yeah. Him, you know? yeah. Interesting. Cool. Um, another thing that we got got to break the this week just kind of to, tooting our own horns before we we take a quick break and, and come back to the to the main main story r2 and 3 3po also being in in kenobi uh tied along with uh uh, uh mason's uh reveal that uh a young princess leia or organa would be appearing in the uh the show show as well uh guys you know me I, i've got a lot of if feelings on Obi-Wan because of Leia and ju- just the potential for a really bland story. But, but Filoni Favreau had hands on allegedly Feige had ha- hands on. You got guys want to say anything else about our, our, our uh, galactic duo droids tagging along for Kenobi again? Um, it makes sense. Um, it's not. I don't think it was very surprising news once we had established that there's Leia in it because I think the, you know, the droids kind of certainly were aware of Princess Leia. I don't think she didn't own them or anything like that. They were definitely owned by Captain Antilles um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on the Tanta Four. Uh, but um, she would have come across them. She was on that ship, you know, he worked for Bale, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So it kind of makes sense that we would see them pop up. I wouldn't imagine that they would have a massive role because they weren't big characters at that point. But again, I, it's hard to say on that. But what all we can do is we can confirm that, you know, there is a young lay in it. But I know Jordan's went a little bit further and he's named the actress um, and he said that she'll have a really big... Um, role yeah. in the show as well. We haven't quite got that level of detail at the moment, so but we do know for a fact, or certainly what we've been told, is that there will be a young Leia in it, and that you know R two and three PO will show up as well. Yeah, I, I think it's pretty much a, a like a just a commonality, like every Star Wars project from you know the. And you know, prequel trilogy, anything that's tied from prequel trilogy in between sequel trilogy, you're gonna have an appearance of R2 and C3PO. Yeah. And it's just 
one of those things that I mean, we get it very briefly in Rogue One. You know, mm-hmm. um, the, they didn't the, do it in Solo, shot. though, did they? Uh, did no, they? Solo's no, the, yeah. no, yeah, Solo's the only one that they didn't really. You know, the, the, um, that was L three thirty seven. That basically was the, the yeah. star of the, sh- the show for the droids on that one. Um, somebody says that, like, if you look, de- uh, what planet are they on um, when they go liberate? You know the. L337 oh, goes yeah. to liberate. Somebody says if you look hard enough in the in the background, you can see that R2 and C3PO are, are in the back there. But I mean, that's that, that, are they trying that's, to Easter yeah. egg ish? I mean, that would be Easter yeah. egg. And like, yeah. you look, could spot them, but you wouldn't yeah. be able to see oh, those are the exact two. Exactly. Yeah, it's a very blurry shot. There's so, yeah. no reason for them to be in Castle Castle as they're in the yeah. Castle but, but, but there's that there's that one one line where where three PO says that they'll they'll be thrown to the spice mines of Kessel and yeah. and he's afraid right. of it so <laughs> that must mean that he was sent sent there before right exactly. I would I, I would have just thought it was he the two pals he just heard C, about C4 it C four PO like, yeah. and R nine D six yeah who, uh, they were best buddies with and they, they went exactly the, the same as the exactly and those two were sent there and yeah went, oh shit we don't want that to happen anymore yeah. I think it's just a race between C-3PO, R2-D2, and Saw Gerrera to see how many projects can those characters be in. Because it seems like Saw Gerrera <laughs> is in everything now. Everything. Oh. So it's kind of just a race between those two. He basically took a... I don't love j- the Saw Gerrera character as well. But he's in everything. Like he, he, He's in Bad Batch. He's in Clone Wars. He's in, you know, every everything. Rogue he, One. So he kind of took the... Up. He took the place of um, Garm Bell Iblis from the EU, yep. if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yeah. You know, the Karelian uh, uh, Rebellion co-founder that was a bit too too extreme for Mon Mothma right. and, and the, the others. Uh, it's funny. Uh, I totally forgot to say you, you came up last week with Mon Mothra, and that's now an LRM copyrighted thing and we are no, making no. we are more, making more. merchandise i've i've got got it on audio you, you said mon mothra it was the it was leader of awesome. the kaiju rebellion yeah yes the kaiju oh i love it you know what i really really love though is sponsorships especially when the ads yes. are really really short we're not going to be gone long like 30 seconds or le- less take it away road generation where the pros go to grow grow generation offers the best deals and discounts on the best grow products on the market. Grow Generation serves customers across the nation and carries a wide inventory of renowned cultivation brands. Go to www.growgeneration.com where the pros go to grow. See, I promise you guys it wouldn't be be too long. Thank you so much for sticking with us. Everyone that has been watching live, thank you so much uh, for for the comments and all that. Please take a moment, hit the subscribe button. We have uh, uh, two anime shows, a Marvel show, this Star Wars show, a daily podcast that goes over everything and and geek and and pop culture, Breaking Geek Radio, and and so much more. We even have a war movie podcast. We're going to be talking about a Vietnam War movie next month. Cam will let us know the, the topic later, but let's get back to the main topic at hand. Uh, which is, well, Mandalorian season three. <laughs> no, so Th- Th- Thrawn and Ezra, every, everyone's wondering what, when will they, they sh- show up? We get the name drop in Man- Mandalorian season two. We can almost f- for certain say that we believe Mando season three is going to hit. What do you what what did you put your money on, Mike? If you're a betting oh, man, May twenty sixth of Star Wars Celebration. There, there, there you go. That's what we're thinking. That is not that part is nothing more than our connecting dots that that we see. Um, yeah. I've that being said, people disagree with us and say that they think uh, Obi Wan will be a bit springtime. Um, you know, based on the kind of production schedule at the moment. So what I'm hearing right now is that Kenobi is, it's a race. Don't get me wrong. They're they're, but they're behind in scheduling, um, in, in production and Kenobi Um, in Kenobi. Yeah. It's a, it's a mad dash, uh, right now to, to, to finish up, but there's more, there's more of Mando film than we, that, than we're aware of, you know, in well, more than some were aware of. Yeah, yeah. Um, the general. <laughs> we didn't know. We didn't know. We just guessed. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, there's more Mando filmed than and ready to go. And like I was telling Kyle last uh, on Daily Cog, was that we very well could see like a, a 
th- like season three of Mando split in half, a couple episodes in May, June, and then, you know, they finish up the second half of the season. Kind of like what they did with Breaking Bad at the, you know, the last season. They, you know, they seem to break things up just so that they can keep the storyline uh, a secret, you know, filming, you know, can can take a, a lot longer. You're not as rushed in production and stuff. But yeah, Kenobi, uh, I'm fairly confident that myself, you know, and then other uh, Star Wars insiders, they can pretty much guarantee, you know, say that Kenobi's, you know, behind schedule and yeah. not just by like a day or two. It's it's a quite a bit. Um, and so they're they're trying to. It's so a mad dash. When think we might see when when's your guess for you know because you don't know um, and they, they probably don't have a date actually officially yet but no. when do you think it'll hit i think fall i think fall like well so it, this is the marketing i mean we were talking about in daily cog was that um it, it, we already know mando right like we we don't need a, a big you know premiere trailer and stuff we're, we're basically we're gonna get you know, Book of Boba Fett, which Din John will be in that. Um, yes. Uh, we've got that. So, and in, we've already heard it's kind of a, it's its own show, but it's also connected tissue to, you know, Mandalorian in, in season three. Um, so if I was in charge of, you know, Lucasfilm and, and scheduling things out, let's go ahead and s- celebration May 26th through the 29th, do the premiere of Mando season three then, you know, um, and then do a trailer for Kenobi. Then get you know do the panel and all that kind of stuff. But have the the trailer premiere with everyone focused on because everyone's going to focus that weekend on Star Wars. So yeah. then then it's a build up for all summer long to we get to August, and that's right. when you get, get Kenobi. Mm. I mean, it, make, I'm it not, makes I'm sense. I'm not convinced, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to go against Mike either because I have nothing but just this nagging yeah. thing at the back of my head that says it'll be a little bit longer than that before we see it. I just can't see them doing the whole split thing, but, you know, I've been wrong before. Oh, I mean, that's so. just a guess, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, I, I mean, absolutely. 100%. I know you're well, just guessing on that. I'll, yeah. I'll th- throw this out there. We know by uh, uh, Matt Shackman, that he was the one division showrunner or yeah. what what whatever the position's called um, right he said that they were editing the final episode the week it came out for yeah. WandaVision. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah so yeah. and and <laughs> it wasn't the, the way he made it seem and i could be wrong he he may have meant it in different contexts but it wasn't just like reshoot stuff it was primary editing stuff that they they were still working on so i could i could see where like like mike's like yeah they're they're doing this rush if they feel that they could get it started and still work on it while the other episodes are airing it it does make it more feasible so much is digital these days and 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 especially with star wars well yeah And, and and especially with Star Wars, though, where you've got so many people that are that are main characters that that can or or do wear masks, you don't even need the actors on set. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's there's and a the lot, volume a makes it so easy now. The like the that technology that they have with the yeah. volume. Makes it's it so like, much. You don't have to go to locations. You don't have it, to build locations. Exactly. It's you all shoot, you, know. you shoot the uh, the Unreal Engine uh, yeah. files over to la say hey so and so go go to the la vo- volume go to there and film this this quick scene the the uh b team will be there to film and, and they do it during a, another production's lunch lunch break <laughs> i so, mean it's cool and what and what's making kenobi so difficult ish is that they're filming in two different locations. Mm-hmm. They're doing the volume in LA and they're also doing the volume in Pinewood as well. And um, location like, shootings too. Yeah. Um, so they're wait a minute. So you're saying that when we talked about that there was going to be shooting for Obi-Wan in London and everybody knocked that back and said it was all happening. Oh no, we were right. There actually is some happening. Yeah, in they're London. funny. They're, yeah, they're doing <laughs> yeah. To try to get it all within a you know filmed in a short period of time, they're getting a lot of the stuff filmed over there um and the reason we know about this is is basically there was a big casting call 
for a um, uh, cold troopers. Sorry. Uh, so there's uh, over in Pinewood. It, there's we you know rumors and everything and pretty much. But casting calls have been for people of a certain height level. You know, um, certain body build is that we we kind of you know assume that pretty much they're filming all the clone trooper flashback uh, things. So what some uh, you know some people thought yeah where is know, an Andor to... by the time Andor kicks in it's more stormtroopers by that yeah. point mm-hmm. they don't have to be the same height and, well, and yeah and then this is for and this is strictly for Kenobi like when you see the casting call sheet and everything what they needed um, and so what they're the uh, what is it called um, what they're doing at the volume is is basically filming that stuff and then mm-hmm. taking that recording it and then putting it in a volume sending it over, sending the files over, putting the volume in L.A. so that uh, Kenobi or, you know, Ewan McGregor, Hayden Christensen can act in front of that. So you don't yeah. have them flying back and forth. And so it also, too, allows them yeah. to do two different scenes filming, uh, like, on, at the same time. Because, um, you know, on a Monday, you could have mm-hmm. in L.A., you know, something going on with hating Christian Bader or whatever, you know, that way. And then, in, you know, over in Pinewood and, you know, in, uh, in England, um, do something, you know, another shoot, another location type deal. And then just with technology, putting it all together. Yeah. I, I suppose mean, that's the big advantage of the volume, isn't it? Correct. Um, yeah. Oh God. That's really revolutionized things because, you know, it's like, as you say, they can film a scene somewhere else then have an actor act in front of that that they filmed. Mm-hmm. So you can go to a location, shoot it, and then have the actor film in that location without ever having to take them there. Right. You know, you... Safer for everyone, especially just now with COVID restrictions and everything like that. You know, it just makes so much sense. You can even th- theoretically um, have the the actors on on in two different sta- stagecraft machines, two different volumes, uh, where you're projecting the image where the person would be standing so they can actually interact. Like I'm not saying they would do that or that there's a practical reason, but if there ever was, was the fact is the technology's that good, that great mm-hmm. that you could even have distance inner interactions and that way people can, can react to uh, uh, eye level and, and all it's just, there's so many really, really cool things things with it what do you guys think will be done for for thrawn's uh um uh uh makeup are we gonna see a blend of motion capture and and practical like vision or do you guys think it's gonna be all Mm. practical i think it's all practical you have a little makeup because like if you see the image of thrawn there he has you know the high you know temple part there where mm-hmm. above the eyebrow and then they like the cheekbones but Lars Mickelson pretty much yeah. nails that look yeah and uh, like said, we've only ever seen him you know an animated form so mm-hmm. far right. and there's always I mean you know you can't say necessarily does Mina Masood look exactly like the animated Ezra Bridger no. so there will be that element of you cannot you accept that there's, there's there's going to be some changes but um the only one thing I thought about Mickelson is he's not very tall is he and I always kind of thought of thrown as being quite height? reasonably tall I don't know uh, but it won't tell uh, you in that article Kim. yeah I definitely did not look up I didn't I did not look up Lars Mickelson's height there no. um, Let's see. Just just for uh, <laughs> shits and gig- giggles, he's six it's four. Cam, oh, what the hell are you that, talking about? Uh, yeah. I'm six I'm two, six and four, I'm a big guy. Um, and Jeez, I am very tall. So yeah. Cam, okay. <laughs> Why did I think that? Then? I don't no, actually, know. that's that's fucking perfect. So ignore me. Ignore me completely. That's literally perfect. Add a little bit of souls to him. I know. Like, he's at six five, six six. Who needs a Thrawn that's not 6'6"? Six, six? <laughs> Pass. Yeah. The only thing that will be interesting to see is, so Thrawn is um, like well-versed in whatever, martial arts or co- hand-to-hand Warfare. combat. He's a tactician. Yeah, there you go. He's a tactician. Well, well, hand-to-hand combat as well. Like uh, yeah. if you watch Star Wars Rebels, like he's able to, you know, basically hold his own in, in, in hand-to-hand combat that's very well. That's because uh, D- Disney's too ch- chicken chicken to use the uh, the Nogri. 
I'm just no. saying they're too chicken to use the notary. No. So they made Thrawn. Uh, I mean, it, it makes, Mickelson, probably, I mean, they'll have it a makes sense double, that he would, he would be able yeah. to, to, to do things like that. He's a master tactician. Of course, yeah. course he's going to be able but to, really, to defend you know, himself. We don't yeah. need to see him fight at all, especially no. as he's much older by the time we're going to see him again. Yeah, I guess we so. Want, we want him there for is the, the mastermind, you know, the, the calm, calculated uh, menace, if you like. So. Right. Because, you know, last time we see him is before the sequel, or before the original trilogy, and then this takes place, yeah. what, 10 years? So, yeah, you're after. looking at at least mm-hmm. 10 years. After yeah. Return I mean, of the, the Jedi. Oh, he's, oh, and he's already... Across about yeah. five years, roughly. Um, right. It's never been kind of... I think it probably has been dated exactly now, but roughly you're looking at five years, and then Mando's five years after that. So... Yeah. Yeah, and, and that was just Older. before A New Hope that he went missing. So, yeah, 10 years to 11, 12 years tops is what we'd be looking at. Which Absolutely. works for Masood as well, considering, you know, he's, what, in his 20s? Yeah. Ezra was still a teenager when he went missing. So, Correct, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it all fit, fits. I mean, and, and look, I I think it's it's really cool uh, that that um, uh, F- Filoni has worked to bring a few, not just characters from his cartoons to life, but the people that voiced them along with, with the, uh, uh, live action character character. You, you look at, um, not, not Sabine, uh, uh, Katie Katie Sackhoff's character. Thank you. Thank you. You look at, at Bo-Katan. How, how bad ass is that? That's something she never Mm -hmm. thought she, she's elated to be, uh, uh, a Star Wars voice actor. I mean, she's always going to be be uh, mm-hmm. the the modern Starbuck. You know, yeah. uh, not taking anything away from from classic Starbuck, but I I love the the reimagined uh, yeah, yeah, Battle Star yeah. as well. Um, but that that's awesome, and I don't know how much it, it's going to matter to Mickelson. You know, we all like to have have in our mind that that the actors love the char- characters that they play some right. do some don't some it's it's just a job and that's all all fine so long as they're able to bring th- that intensity and yeah i i look at this and i say i'm not the, the wor- world's biggest uh star wars animation fan it's not that i hate it i just didn't connect with it but this this gives me a chance to exper- experience some of what the younger audience did and some of what you guys did that, that had kids that allowed you to have a, a, a reason to, to go after some of these cartoons, even if you didn't have oh, a, I mean, a strong I mean, connection to the, to the prequel. My kid you know? didn't watch any of them. I just did the star Wars. I watched it. And that was a Royal you <laughs> for, for right, everyone yeah. out there. <laughs> um, even if I don't like some of it, star Wars. I'll oh yeah. And then go, nah. In yeah. general, I I try I try I tried resistance I tried rebels well, that's and cool. the, that's the cool. bad thing is is everyone says the s- same thing that that you you got to skip season one of of rebels and skip season skip one it. of Clone Wars. No, no, you like, you'll catch up in two episodes as to what the plot is. Yep. So I I only watched one full Ooh. episode of Bad Batch and and then I decided uh well maybe there'll be a season two so I'm not gonna watch it. <laughs> Because season one's always it's sucked. a it's a bit it's a very slow burn right now. Uh, <laughs> it's a bit, it's a bit slow. And, and I enjoy it, but it's, it's a bit slow. We, it's better to begin with. Uh, it was really good at the start, and then it's kind of yeah. tailed off. The, a lot the premiere episode was great. The return of God Bane was great. Yeah. Um, the episodes with Crosshair have been good, but then yeah, some of the Crosshair other episodes. Great. I love Crosshair yeah. as a yep. character. I want to see more of him, but um, it's just, you know, sometimes it's just like this week. I don't know if you've watched today's. Yeah, Mike, have you? Have you watched the latest? Yeah, I watch. Uh, I wake up at three o'clock in the morning in the East Coast Jeez, and watch it. Yeah. To watch it, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I I watch it when I wake up in the morning, but then I'm. I'm but it, it's, it's probably released right when you wake up in the morning. Yeah, yeah I don't know. pretty yeah. much. I got up. Yeah. I usually I start work and I'll watch it on my phone because I work yeah. at home. So I'll watch, Mike, I'll watch it on my phone. So. Yeah. We got a question here on the on the chat from uh, Jordan Fitzgerald asked if we've heard anything about uh, KRT's scoop on Cody. Yeah, so we've heard that as well that um, Cody will be in the flashbacks of Kenobi, um, and so we're like we're co- we're pretty confident that Tamora Morrison will be voicing um, Cody 
not sure though when it comes to filming because he has not what we've heard is that pretty much all the clone war stuff and the the clone trooper uh, filming is being done over in Pinewood. So not necessarily over in LA and that's where Book of Boba Fett was filming. And but so that's let's face it, all they would have had to do is get him to film one scene with his helmet off. Do you know right, what I mean? Yeah. And then record that and mm-hmm. immediately impose that onto yeah. And it could be, yeah. Yeah, it could be something simple with you. Like, playing him, you know? Yeah, and he could be, exactly, he could be in the LA volume with uh, Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen when they're Adding the you know the clone trooper background, he could be in the yeah. in the Cody I mean, as well. He was there, the, so. he, was there. Oh, yeah. he had just finished filming Book of Boba yeah. Fett, and we think maybe about Amando. So you know, um, yeah. Um, also, though, they could just keep Helmet on and and do his voice. You know, as you see, yeah, mm-hmm. um, that's totally possible. Um, it's I mean, still Cody, pretty <laughs> much. Know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pretty much. Um, the that were. You know, I think Mando season three, how they're able to get it done so fast is that you don't really need Pedro in this in the suit the entire time. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, have his body double, you know, going around and and then when it, Pedro has time, get on and get in a studio and do some ADR. And he, he doesn't even have to be in LA. I've got for you, mate. I don't know if you know the answer to this. It's not come across, but it's just something I thought about. But do you think there's any chance of Rosario? Do- She'd be too old. I think that I was thinking, wondering if there's any chance of Rosario Dawson doing something like where Ahsoka's in any of the flashbacks. But I don't know if that would work because she's so, too old. Isn't it's she? a good, yeah, no, no. That's a question that's been going around. Um, that one. I'm not confident. I'm 50-50 on it right now with the information I have that there is a young version of Ahsoka. Um, but that, I mean, in all honesty, that is just pretty much just no one confident. In, like none of the, the sources I have are 100% saying, oh, yeah, Ahsoka's in it. Yeah. It's basically from what I'm hearing is like, oh, it's yeah, Ahsoka's plan to be, yeah, is plan to be in the, in, in, the, uh, in the flashbacks and everything. So, I'm not going to be confident enough to to put my my name behind that one unless we hear uh, so. something else. Yeah, well, yeah once yeah, I, follow I, down the line. Once I get more information on that, uh, you know. But at the same time, too, I don't like. I don't mind breaking casting news because it's you know casting is casting, yeah. and then we we've known of Thrawn, like situations we knew Thrawn was going to be in. Yep. Uh, in Ahsoka, and of course you, you tie that to Ezra. So I don't want to give away too it's not much. Not a major spoiler, is it? Yeah, no. Nah, I mean, I don't think. Um, yeah, we're not we're not hot toys get, giving away yeah. not just a a vi- very very detailed <laughs> Spider-Man No Way Home oh, toy, yeah. but the backgrounds, the the yeah, backgrounds so. for that Sp- Spider-Man No Way Home t- toy that clearly gives away plot points. Yeah, so I mean, when when it comes to will Ahsoka be in it? You know, I, I, my guess is as good as yours. I would assume so. If they're going to do flashbacks, you kind of <laughs> need to have Ahsoka in there. Um, but I, I like with you. I doubt it's going to be Rosario Dawson, is unless they do some, you know, CGI work yeah. on it. Um, Even just and, the height, the height's wrong. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, right, you know, the de aging that they did with Luke Skywalker, you know, and stuff. Could you could definitely go that route, but you know, we'll you could yeah. also go the route where you could get a younger, you know, a younger girl portraying Ahsoka and have Ashley Eckstein do the ADR over it, you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, do you know what you could do? You could have a shot almost where you just see her digitally in the background and 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 it's focused on Anakin and Obi-Wan yeah. and she's just off doing something with the clones and then it focuses on a conversation between those two. That would be enough connection to say Ahsoka was there, but you wouldn't really need to do anything with it. Yeah. It's a little, you know, animation there igniting a lightsaber in the background. You know, you wouldn't even need any voice work for that. So there's... There's lots of little things that I would think of that you could do that would be subtle little Easter eggs without having to, like, right, we need to spend a lot of money de-aging Rosario Dawson for one scene where we just right. put our face on that. That does seem like a bit excessive for me. And the other thing is, it's not about Ahsoka. It's really Correct. not. This isn't about Ahsoka. You know, her story has has been told. This is that what we're looking for, uh, certainly me as a fan, looking for in Obi-Wan Kenobi, is to understand the relationship between Anakin and Obi-Wan more because 
I don't think the prequels ever did a good job of showing us that relationship. And the Clone Wars right. actually did a better job. And yep. what we need is, because not everybody's going to watch the cartoons, like Kyle hasn't watched the Clone Wars, mm-hmm. we need to get some of that banter between those two to, to, to see the friendship before we can understand yeah. how truly horrifying the breakup was. Right. You know, which Revenge of the Sith just didn't pull off from me. Doesn't, you know? doesn't do it. Doesn't do it. Um, I know. I know. We we had. Uh, th- thanks again, jo- Jordan Fitzgerald, who just said we're regarded as one of the most reliable uh, uh, sources over on Star Wars leaks. We we appreciate that. We we really oh, really try, you. and we we also try not to to sell, oversell hype. We're here at this this site. You have people like me where my my star wars is just rogue one in the ot and eu books you got guys like mike that love aspects of the prequel trilogy and then you got guys like cam who's lukewarm on the pt lukewarm (laughs) on the st loves the ot likes the we're all over so Uh, uh, come on that's 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 not true i'm not lukewarm yeah you hate it you hate it it. you fucking hate it that's all right anyways uh jordan also wanted to know about a potential um, thing on uh, uh, Cody being in in anything after Kenobi. Uh, was that possibly oh, related a squad to that? After Kenobi. Um, yeah, so, was that related to that other an- animated show that that, you know, that was being discussed? Maybe. Uh, no. So we we heard the same thing, or I heard the same thing early on that mm-hmm. there would be a squad of clone troopers hunting or you know or or yeah clone troopers slash stormtroopers hunting for kenobi mm-hmm. i think that's been changed to the inquisitors i think that the popularity of the inquisitors during that time when uh scripts were being written and stuff now i could be 100 wrong i you know i heard that early on when krt did i haven't heard anything else you know to um, it, about Cody and the special clone troopers, you know, uh, hunting for Kenobi. It could be where Cody is with um, Agent Callus. I mean, that could be 100% with the Imperial agents hunting, you know, either Kenobi or, you know, rebels, you know, in that aspect of it. Um, but it just. Yeah, sorry. It, I, I was just going to say, do you think yeah. they're they're asking as well if Cody could show up anywhere else? Because we've never seen the end of his sort of character, I suppose. But like, I mean, in Mando season three, anything like that, could Cody turn up at some point? Have you heard anything about that? Mate? No, rumors um, about that. Nothing. Not Cody. Rex is the I think the one that everyone's um, hoping for and and showing up with because oh yeah good point at, I'm getting there's yeah Rex is yeah, yeah. Um, hard to do yeah the so the Rex armor has been seen on the Mandalorian set um I you know I think it was KRT and some others you know said that uh, Rex would be in Mando season two and so forth uh, and I think it's because they were doing test footage. Um, with that, it's kind of like what they did when Rosario Dawson came on uh, and did test footage of Ahsoka. She did it during Mando season one, you know, and, right? And you know, put on the outfit and everything, and, and you know, got it all, and they had all that time to work on it. So, um, yeah. could we see Rex in? You know, I think most definitely in the Mandoverse. I think that's where you're going to see maybe in the Ahsoka show or you know, season three of Mando, you're going to see Rex um, there. Cody, I'm very confident we'll see him in the flashbacks parts of um you know the you know, what what we see in um the kenobi series could he be in the present day version you know what they're filming for kenobi more you know there's a good possibility of that that's probably maybe um you know cody working with callus you know in that in that aspect of it um i think though that from when we heard that news and krt and some of the others there's been some time as well, and I think there's been more emphasis on the Inquisitors taking more of a role um, in that show. Uh, I think Jedi Fallen Order kind of changed the game when it came to Inquisitors because they were in Rebels. The Inquisitors were in Rebels, and they were, you know, popular. I wouldn't say super popular, but then Jedi Fallen Order comes out, and that just raises the popularity to, through the roof. So I think you have the opportunity to introduce the Inquisitors you know, in live action type deal. Nice. Well, 
you guys got got any uh la last words on on the big big reveal the big news today thank you everyone that joined us for this though uh shaki i'll let you start off closing us out yeah i mean this news it, it may like i said in the article it may not be shocking for a lot of fans because it's been the 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 rumor mill now for quite some time but we feel you know confident enough that the, the contracts have been signed you know things are being put in place so that um Menem Assad and can be Ezra Bridger and Lars Mikkelsen will be, you know, not just voicing Grand Admiral Thrawn, but actually be portraying him, uh, which I think everyone's excited about. I, I haven't yet to see, you know, any negative, you know, uh, fan reaction from this casting here. And so it just shows how well the casting has been done for the Mandoverse and in, in, in bringing everyone along. I mean, getting Tamora Morrison to come back to, to be Boba Fett and, you know, um, and some of the uh, other possibilities, uh, you know, Katie Sackhoff as, um, mm -hmm. as Bo-Katan, you know, that's, yep, I mean, exactly. That's, it's guts to do that. You know, it's, it takes a lot of guts to say, we're going to take a, you know, and a voice actress and, you know, Katie Sackhoff is a great actress and she does, you know, but to, to say, oh, she's so good. She was so good at, at, at voicing this character that she can also play the live action version. Same thing with Lars and, um, and, you know, and it's a, divi yeah. a diverse cast and group and it's just it excites me to see what we're going to get with book of boba fett and then moving forward like 2022 i'm looking forward to so much absolutely mm. yeah uh cam yeah i mean just to echo what mike says i mean i think masoud's uh it was a shoe in i think that was always going to happen it's good to get sort of confirmation that it's over the line but uh, i think Based on his own teases, I think he wanted the role. They wanted him, so it was always going to happen. Right. Um, but I think Mickelson's great casting because I think there's a lot of fans, you know, saying Mickelson should play him, and other fans going, "Oh, I don't think he could do that," you know. And 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 I was one of those fans that you know the way he portrayed it, the voice was more important to me almost than the look. So I'm really happy to have kind of learned. That, that he is going to be playing the live action version. Just want to kind of set a few expectations. Since there was somebody that was listening for Star Wars leaks, and you know, just to echo what kind of Mike was saying earlier on, that we're not really going to go and tell you the whole plot. To mm -hmm. if we find out the plot to something, kind of we don't want to know that either. You know, I, I unfortunately out of the three is do tend to find out these things because my job is I need, I need to read all the rumors but um but kyle and mike like to actually see things happen so we will be sticking away from the kind of major major story spoilers but if someone else breaks a, a story spoiler you know it's not us that break it we will we'll certainly cover it and we we might be able to say you know, we might be able to debunk some of the ones that are wrong or, or you know, confirm, confirm some of the ones that yeah. are right, you know. Mm -hmm. But we're, we're not going to be in, in the business of, of proper Ruining story things, spoilers things, and, yeah. and, and telling uh, people the end to the show. Yeah. It, it, except me, I, I tend to call things and, and be right, right fairly consistently. Yeah, that, that, that's so. speculation. <laughs> that, that's just I know that's, yeah. that's what I'm saying is you might accidentally get theory crap yeah. in there. That's you might accidentally get get spoiled by me but we not, don't know yeah um it's it's great i i'm ha happy with the casting i'm very happy for uh everyone that is is seeing that the good work lrm put puts in here uh you know i i love star wars i don't love everything in star wars uh and that that goes back to george Lu lucas himself <laughs> Because so, I could thro throttle him in right, 1997. Man. What was what was that? Why did Han shoot? What? <laughs> like, like that was like, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Star Wars is great th though, and and it's it's cool to see that uh, the the stranglehold that the the management had on the cre creative side of things seems to be uh, loosened with the compartmentalization that they're doing, where everyone's got their project work on your project and carry carry on uh so i'm i'm excited about it thrawn i mean i i'm i'm super it, it, i'm super excited to see it because it's something i never ever ever dreamed i could would ever see Gr grand admiral thrawn me thrawn i can't, can't pronounce it correctly that's kind of how it's 
done when you never hear a name pronounced in in real life for 20 years <laughs> but uh it's cool with all that said guys i'm gonna go ahead and uh do the regular thing that we do we got a great website lrm on online.com uh check out all the wonderful written articles there news needs opinions uh everything you can imagine gaming anime we we do it all podcasts we got that anime marvels star wars we do freaking uh a cobra kai podcast when it when it's on the air uh, a lot of great things going on there we're on spotify all that's free and all of the these videos this podcast other podcasts have video formats one of the anime ones does puppets yeah legit <laughs> puppets so it's awesome uh and then all the wonderful celebrity interviews you guys can see like the ted lasso blue carpet interviews that that we've got up all of this for you guys available free. Help us keep it free. Hit this subscribe button. Share us with some, some friends and family. There's a bunch of uh, social media information down at the bottom where you can find us at. And it'll also be in the description below for people listening on replay. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Shaki, Cam, thanks for being on the Katina as always, guys. Thank uh, you for me. Yeah. May the force be with you all. Bye. Bye. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.